This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast. It's all things business across the state of Florida. And uh, I am Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. And as, uh, as sometimes happens with our little podcast here, we are on the road again. We are at um, the JW Marriott uh, in Orlando, Florida, and we are here to work and attend and learn at the annual Flagle Conference. Uh, Flagle is the Florida Association of Government Guaranteed Lenders. It, this is always an incredible conference for me because it is truly an eye-opener of, of all the resources and assistance programs out there to help small business owners connect to the capital they need to, to start, grow, and expand. And it's only, it only makes sense that the first segment we do from the Flagle Conference is with our very good friends, partners, collaborators, extraordinaire, uh, people that we work with every day here at the SBDC. We've got our good friends from the SBA. We've got our very good friend, and Janelle's, uh, Janelle's not new to the podcast. She's uh, a returning guest, but we've got Janelle Hine, uh, who serves as the Deputy District Director of the North Florida District Office for the SBA. Welcome back, uh, Janelle. Thank you, Tom. Happy to be here. Happy to be on the podcast yeah. again. Thank you. We always appreciate your support. And we've got with us uh, Malcolm Richards, who is the, uh, do I say new, uh, District Director for the South Florida uh, District Office of the SBA, who we have a very uh, close and good relationship with. Uh, Malcolm, welcome uh, welcome to the district. Thank you, Tom. It's a pleasure to be on your podcast this morning. Thank you. Listen, uh, again, it, it just, it goes without saying, um, obviously the SBA is extremely important to the SBDC, extremely important to our region. Certainly, we've always uh, had a great relationship with the SBA. You guys are always there when we need you always helping us, supporting us uh, as we work through SBA programs and bring that resource to our region and to our clients. So we appreciate it. So um, let's start as we always do. Uh, Janelle, just maybe a little bit of, of uh, background on you, pathway to the SBA. Um, uh, well, my pathway was actually a very direct pathway. Um, when I moved to Florida in 1990, I couldn't get a job in the banking industry, which is where I had been working when I was in Washington State. And so um, I, I applied for a civil service test, which they used to do, and, and got on with the SBA at that point. So 31 years I've been with the SBA. It's kind of been my main career. Um, and so haven't really deviated. I spent 30 years in the South Florida District Office, which is why I'm here and happy to, to join with Malcolm today on the podcast. But for the last year, I relocated to the North Florida District Office. And um, have just been enjoying the fact that now I'm in kind of a different region, learning some new partners, but still staying in touch with our old partners. So, well, we we appreciate your service at the SBA. You've, I, I know your work in the South Florida office uh, certainly helped connect uh, thousands of businesses to millions of dollars worth of access to help those businesses start, grow, and and succeed. So we appreciate your work. 
Uh, Malcolm, same uh, same question, kind of your background and, and your pathway into your new position. Great. Thanks, Tom. Well, I'm a former banker. I started in the private sector, working for three of the nation's largest banks, and it was focused mainly in New York City. And I, in addition to being a banker, I also owned my own business, small business, for eight years. Wow. So I understand the, the struggles of businesses. And there was an opportunity to um, join SBA, and I joined SBA district office um, in Buffalo. So my career with SBA started in Buffalo. I started as, as a branch manager. Then I transitioned to New York City. Spent a couple of years in New York City. Then I was appointed district director in Kansas City, Missouri. I spent about six years in Missouri. And last February, I was reassigned as the district director for the North Florida District Office. Um, I was there until June of this year when I was reassigned as the district director to South Florida. Nice. Well, welcome to the district again, Malcolm. We, we look forward to, uh, to working with you and your team uh, out of South Florida. Thank you. And it's a good start to be on this show. A, that's a very good first step there, Malcolm. Um, so again, I've talked about the SBA. I'm going to let you talk about the SBA. Um, you know, for many, uh, in fact, it's when I teach entrepreneurship at Indian River State College, one of my test questions is, what does the SBA stand for? So uh, you, you know, not a lot of people, they kind of know uh, the Small Business Administration, but I don't think a lot of small businesses, I certainly didn't understand, all the support and the resources that come out of the SBA for small business owners. So just both of you, kind of give us an overview of, of you know, how, how you see the support from the SBA uh, and, and its relationship to, to the small business marketplace. Right. Um, so for us as a federal agency, the Small Business Administration, um, our job, our mission is to help small businesses. And, you know, where, where, land, where banks cannot fulfill or the private sector cannot fulfill um, certain duties to help small businesses, this is where um, SBA, we get involved. Um, so like lending, our lending program is, if you go for a traditional, look for traditional financing and you're unable to obtain um, a loan on re reasonable terms, this is where the banks will reach out to SBA. And this is how we assist. Um, government contracting is another pillar of SBA. Um, through our certifications, you know, women right. own certification, the 8A, for socially and economically disadvantaged small businesses, veteran-owned small business, and historically underutilized business zone or hub zone. So through those certifications, small businesses are able to compete in certain categories in the marketplace. So through those programs, what SBA what we do, we even the playing field. So those small businesses can compete for federal contracts. Also, you know, um, we provide training and counseling. And most of this heavy lifting is done through our resource partners, such as the SBDC, SCORE, um, the Women's Business Centers, and the Veterans 
um, outreach center. So without SBA, uh, many small businesses, um, would, would especially disadvantaged businesses, would, would, would not be able to obtain credit. Right. And as you know, with the PPP, this is where the U.S. government, we came in with, I think, $1.2 or $3 trillion in helping small businesses in, in, throughout our nation. Yeah. Janelle, kind of your uh, your thoughts on all that? Well, I think to your point that many people, um, even to this day, even though I've been with the agency 31 years, I still meet people that pre-pandemic had never have never heard of us. You know, right? And and one of our previous administrators actually said that we were the best kept secret in the federal government. <laughs> right. Um, I like to think of us as small but mighty. You know, we have less than about 2,000 total like regular SBA employees that cover the entire nation in 68 different district offices. So you're never more than a few hours away from any particular district office, our resource partner network, as Malcolm mentioned, um, where, where we got a lot of cachet was the, the pandemic. Cause as Malcolm said, we had PPP, we had the COVID idol, we had all the other programs that were rolling out from all of these laws that were being act, enacted by Congress. So I don't think that we're the best kept secret anymore. Now right. we want to utilize the people who've had their first touch with SBA through the pandemic, to realize that we have a plethora of other programs that can assist them. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, Malcolm, you brought up the certifications, and I am always quick uh, to, to tell folks that one of the services I think is such a powerful service that we provide is we have a PTAC certified consultant within the RSBDC team. And one of his primary focuses is helping people get those certifications, woman-owned, uh, minority-owned, a veteran-owned, disabled, veteran-owned business, and just the other day, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to quote these numbers, but just the other day, I asked Scotty for some numbers, and it was in the billions of dollars uh, that was awarded. Uh, women-owned business, I believe, was somewhere in the neighborhood of 41 billion in 2020, and I believe. Um, uh, minority-owned business was in the neighborhood of $30 billion. I think I'm close on those numbers. But just really, uh, you know, staggering numbers for folks that are taking the time to really leverage the resources of the SBA. I mean, what a great opportunity to, to generate revenue. That that a fair statement about those certifications? For, yeah, for sure. Um, I think that a lot of people don't think of the government as a potential customer, but the government buys everything. I mean, from paper clips to things that are going up into this the space program. Um, so you have to look at it as an opportunity to maybe add a new revenue stream. Right. You know, you're not necessarily going to change everything that you're doing in your regular business, but look at it as an additional. Um, line of revenue that you could tap into and the government pays fairly well and, and fairly quickly. Uh, yes. So it's, it, right. we've, we've actually enhanced, I think our payment system to allow businesses to grow and scale, especially as a, a federal partner. But the PTAC program, you're right, is, is amazing. Just, and I, I want to mention Tom, that it's not just federal contracting. They help with local right. government contracting as well, yep. which is always a stepping stone to getting into the federal marketplace. No, excellent point. You're right. State, well, actually, at the local level, local, state, right. federal, mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, you know, Malcolm mentioned uh, the lending, which is really, I think, how everybody associates, uh, you know, with the SBA. I'm going to get an SBA loan. Um, I, you know, I think, uh, I think it's worth, uh, again, kind of explaining that relationship. The SBA doesn't 
loan the money, the SBA is providing that guarantee, which allows that local bank to, to loan the money. Uh, is that, again, accurate uh, uh, how it works? Um, yes. For our regular um, SBA loan programs, the banks, the banks are the one that's originating the loan, you know, um, providing, um, doing the underwriting. SBA, we come in and we guarantee the loans. Um, all the services, servicing is done by the bank. The only direct loan through SBA is our disaster loan programs. So when disaster strikes, this is where the SBA, we come, we come in and help homeowners, small businesses, and renters. Um, so the only direct loan is our idle. However, for the most part, as you rightfully said, Tom, um, SBA, we guarantee the the loan, but the banks are the ones that make the loan. And I want to talk about I want to talk about disaster in just a second because we are in the middle of hurricane season. Um, but first, before we get off the subject of loans, there are multiple loan programs, are there not? Under SBA seven A five hundred four, you have right. an express loan, I believe. Kind of talk talk quickly about those different products that you offer. Um, typically, we look at them as as a tier effect. So we, we have a microloan program for loans under $50,000. Um, those are small mission-based nonprofit lenders that help people that really aren't bankable at this point. And, and they look at credit a little bit differently. Um, so it may be easier to start at, at that level. Um, we want you to grow into something called our Community Advantage Program, which is, again, based off of our lenders that are mission-based and nonprofits, but it opens up a wider category of, of funding um, to uh, take you to the next level. Um, then you typically are looking into what's um, a traditional, um, what would you be a traditional lender, you know, and you're going to go through the 7A or the 504. Our 504 is a fixed asset funding, so that's more for heavier machinery and equipment or commercial real estate, whereas the 7A can do everything else, like uh, whether it's debt refinancing we can do, we can do regular working capital needs. Um, we can even do um, a change of ownership under that program. So we have something that kind of can fit from the very, um, very, very right. new, smaller businesses on up to the more mature, those that are growing and scaling. Um, our, our top out is about $5 million for our loans. So anywhere from, I say, 500 to $5 million is w where we fit in. Okay, nice. Uh, so let's talk about disaster. Uh, Malcolm mentioned the uh, direct lending after a disaster. Uh, I think it is Disaster Preparedness Month. I think that's where we are. Talk a little bit about SBA and their role in that disaster uh, issue. And that, again, important topic for Florida. Great. So I'll, I'll start at the district level and I'll have Janelle kind of, you know, both of us will answer the question. So at the district level, what we are doing, as you rightfully mentioned, in the state of Florida, we are living, we know um, it's something we have grown used to, natural disaster, mainly hurricanes. So from the district level, we have been conducting outreach to the different communities. So, you know, stakeholders, um, partners, and the public at large to let them know when a disaster happened, our role and where they can find um, help. Because usually small businesses, or sometimes for us, we may not be well prepared we may not know how, you know where to go after disaster. So for us, our our job is as at SBA is disaster recovery. So it's after disaster, we come in. So my job as a district director for the South, been conducting outreach, educating people of the resources that are out there, and and we support the district. We support our office 
Office of Disaster Division, which is located in Atlanta. So I'll have Janelle now speak more yeah. on disaster since it's an important topic. Right, yeah. So we, we kind of have two sides of the house for SBA. There's the regular side, which is Malcolm and I dealing with our regular programs. And then when an, an event occurs, disaster goes into, in effect, basically, as a partner with FEMA. Um, but what a lot of people don't realize about SBA is that we assist not just small businesses when a disaster occurs, homeowners and renters can also get assistance from us. And it's not just the EIDL program, which is our economic injury disaster loan, which helps if you're affected and your sales are off. But we, we have structural damage loans. So if you you have physical damage to your either your house, um, to a house that you're renting or to your business, um, we can step in and, and again, bring you back to whole. Um, that's the whole point is to bring you back to whole. But the big push right now, I will tell you, for our disaster office is about mitigation as well. Many people don't realize that when they get a disaster loan, which are long-term, up to 30 years of term, um, low interest rate, typically under 4%, um, they can also get a portion of that, up to 20% of their loan amount, um, in addition to that, for mitigation. So if you need to buy a generator, if you need to put shutters in, if you've got to build a seawall, those are the types of things that can be financed wow. long-term at a low interest rate and, and help you, like I said, get back to whole, but also be better if you wow. want. Yeah. Wow, nice. Again, I, as I always say, it is, it is really remarkable, uh, the resources, assistance, innovative uh, programs that come out of the SBA. I think, again, I think people just kind of see the SBA as, you know, just uh, the uh, kind of the old you know, you, the, the loan you get from the bank, but there's just so much more going on at the SBA. I, I probably can't go a week without getting a uh, email blast from the South Florida district office about all the trainings that are going on right. and, and trainings that you can do virtually. You don't have to travel. They're all right there on all types of small business topics and subjects. So there just is a lot going on. We encourage our clients at, 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 in our center to really leverage that SBA. And we have actually, you know, boots on the ground, so to speak, in the Treasure Coast. Lonnie Koyama and uh, Vincent Lapresti are both right there in, in the Treasure Coast. Uh, met with Lonnie uh, just the other day. We've got the SBA awards coming up. Uh, yes, we're in uh, the active nomination period right now. So we're accepting awards for not only our national awards, so um, the Small Business Person of the Year, the Exporter of the Year, those are our national awards, but we also have district awards for both the North and the South district offices. Right. And we're taking nominations up until de early December. Um, we just put out a news blast about that. And so um, if someone wants to nominate, you don't have to be nominated by someone else. You can do a self-nomination. A lot of people don't realize that. And we're looking at people who are, are outstanding, have possibly had a touch with SBA as well. That's always helpful. But if you've got a great story to tell and you've done something really great, we want to be there to champion your story uh, and, and let everybody know the good things that small businesses are doing in our economy. I agree. Uh, again, Malcolm, welcome uh, to the South Florida District. Uh, we look forward uh, to having you up in the Treasure Coast and showing you our center and and uh, taking you around and introducing you to, uh, to to clients and small business. There's a lot going on on the Treasure Coast, so we want to get you introduced quickly. Great. Thank you. Uh, anything uh, in closing? Uh, guys, again, I just can't say enough about uh, the importance of this collaboration and partnership with the SBA. Well, I know Malcolm and I are both very happy with um, the collaboration that we've had with your team. Um, not just your center, but the right. entire Florida SBDC and our resource partner network. Um, we couldn't do what we do 
Uh, as I mentioned, I've been here 31 years, but I've never owned my own small business. I'm not the one to tell you how to start. I'm not the one to tell you how to right. operate. Malcolm has a little more experience right. as a business owner, but typically your SBA employee knows SBA programs. Right. We we trust you to be the boots on the ground, the the trusted advisors for our small business community to help them with all the other things that they need to know and, and pointing them to the right resources, whether it's local or, 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 or state or, or even to the federal level. So we appreciate the collaboration. Uh, Malcolm, anything in closing? Sure. Um, as Janelle mentioned, um, you know, we're a small agency with a large mission, but we could not have done this without the assistance of our resource partners and the lending community. So I want to, you know, I want to thank our um, partners for their support, and I'll invite the public to follow us, you know, sba.gov, North Florida, sba.gov, South Florida, for more information. Nice. It is uh, our very good friends, uh, Janelle Hine, who serves as the Deputy District Director at the North Florida District Office of the SBA. It is, uh, it is also our, our new best friend, uh, Malcolm Richards, who is the new District Director of the South Florida uh, SBA District Office. Guys, again, thank you. Enjoy Flagle, and thanks for being our first guest here uh, as we kick off uh, this conference. Thank you Thank you, much. Tom. And uh, with that, stay tuned. There's a lot more to come. We're just getting started here at Flagle. Uh, so uh, stay tuned. Uh, more to come from Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.